Are you feeling overwhelmed and exhausted by stress? Introducing stress management with imaging coaching, your ticket to a calmer, more balanced life. In this journey you will be taking with us here at Imaging Coaching, we'll equip you with powerful techniques and tools you can use to conquer stress, control, and transform your life. From deep breathing exercises to mindfulness practices, you'll discover the tools to relax your mind and body. Come join us on this transformative path and unlock a world of inner peace and resilience. Don't let stress hold you back any longer. Take charge of your well-being today with Imaging Coaching, your stress management team. Discover clarity. Defeat stress through Imaging Coaching at ImagingCoaching.com at ImagingCoaching.com at ImagingCoaching.com at ImagingCoaching.com Hey, hey, hey. So, I want to get a little bit off course. So lately I have been posting chapters of my book, The Stress Eliminator. And when I designed the book, I designed it for a program called The Stress Eliminator Program. And what the program does is help you to lose weight all while learning how to reduce your stress levels. And develop a lifestyle. So that's something that you would do every day. This is not a particular program that you just do for a few weeks, a couple of months, three months, and then you're done with the program. So that's usually how it goes with a lot of programs, especially weight weight loss programs. We usually just do them and they work. And then we're done with it and we're happy and we celebrate and we're like, yes, I lost like 40 pounds. I lost 15 pounds. I lost 60 pounds. And then you find out that you are pretty much following the same thing. You're back where you were. You're back in the same position you started from. If you do not change your habits And I mean, literally come up with a new way of living. You will never get to the point where you can stay stress-free and keep the weight off. You can lose the weight. It's not hard to lose weight, but it's hard to keep that weight off. That's one of the things that I have struggled with for so long. I... I'm the type of person that fluctuate. Like I will lose weight and I get down to my, you know, desire weight goal. And then I'm like happy I'm there. And then I go back to eating the way I always done before I started the weight loss program. And then I turn around and realize that, oh man, I may have to do this situation all over again because I stopped. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but... 
Usually when I do a program and it works, I'm happy that it worked, but I get bored kind of easily and I don't want to do the program again. I want to do something different because that's what keeps my interest is being able to do something that I haven't done before, which makes it challenging for me. And I like a good challenge. Now, with the program, the Stress Eliminator program, you will get all that in one package. It's not just weight loss. It's also getting your mind to be able to think differently because most of the time we don't put ourselves in our, we don't put ourselves as priority. I'll put it like that. We don't prioritize our well-being. We do everything else, but we don't prioritize ourselves. We need to learn to put ourselves first. Yeah, that might sound selfish, but it's not. Because I was thinking earlier, how can I be good for somebody else when I'm no good for myself? There's no way I can help Make sure that everyone that I love around me is good when I'm doing bad, when I'm not healthy, when I'm depressed, when I have anxiety, when I'm feeling like lonely or I'm just not happy. How can I help you? How? Tell me, how can I be of any service to you? I really can't. And that's why I say, put yourself first. If you put yourself first, then you will be able to help everybody else. See, we was taught differently. We was actually taught wrong. We was taught, take care of your family if you're married. Take care of your husband, your wife. If you got children, take care of your children. Go to work. Do all those things. But then you forgot the most important thing was to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. That should have been the first thing that came out. Take care of yourself and then take care of your husband. Take care of your wife. Now, I'm not talking about take care of yourself like, you know, I want to, you know, you're, you're a guy, whatever. And you're like, you know, I want to go out and I want to buy this um this Lamborghini or I want to go out and buy this vet. I've been wanting this vet for so long or I've been wanting this Harley Davidson motorcycle for so long or this chop, this, um, rocket chopper or whatever for so long. I'm going to go and get this. Okay, although it's going to make you feel great, but that's a different situation because that's not taking care of your well-being. That's taking care of your personal desires. Totally different. Taking care of your well-being is what the Stress Eliminator Program is all about. It is to help you to put your health first. Making sure that you are healthy enough to where you can help everyone else in your life because if you do not take care of your health and your well-being you would be no good for anybody else they would be willing you around in a wheelchair or taking you to dialysis the same people that you've been taking care of and making sure you put them first they're gonna be the ones that's gonna make sure that your blood pressure pills are sent in the mail on time or go pick up your prescription, all those things that now they are feeling depressed. They're sad. Now the cycle begins. And not only that it begins, it's trickling down to your children and then your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren and your great-great-great-grandchildren. And it's a vicious cycle that doesn't end. But if you start 
investing in your own well-being and you teach your spouse to do the same thing, then y'all teach, and I said y'all because I told you I'm going to speak the way I do. Y'all speak, I mean, y'all teach your children about taking care of themselves and their well-being. They can teach their children and their children's children, and so forth, to take care of their well-being. And people will start living a more healthier life and happier life. You know, we all have the right to pursue our own happiness. No matter how tough life gets and how tragic things happen around us, and maybe even to us, we still have the right to pursue our own happiness because to pursue your happiness your own that means it's something from within you that must be brought out of you to be able to shine but as long as you keep it in you and you don't tap into it to bring it out it's going to stay in the dark and it's going to stay at the bottom and you'll never get to a place where you're comfortable not being comfortable at the bottom. So this episode is about don't stay comfortable being at the bottom. And what that is all about is we have been taught, and I'm not going to say everyone, some people, a lot of people have been taught that we should do the minimum just so we can get by. And it's comfortable doing it that way. It really is. It's comfortable just barely doing the minimum. As long as you did enough, now you're able to take care a little bit of things, the little things that you have, such as your bills, having food to eat, clothes on your back, the necessities. So you got the necessities taken care of. And now you might want to just to have a little bit more that you can use to go out and maybe have some drinks if you're a drinker, if you like to go drink, or to go to the movies if you like to go to the picture show, and also maybe just a little bit to take a road trip somewhere, but not very far, but enough just to maybe go to the next town over, the next city over. But the thing is, is that, is that really good enough? Is that, is that what life is all about? Is that what you think life is all about? Because... Let me just share some insight on myself. So I used to feel that way. Exactly what I explained. I used to feel like it was just about that. Going to work, paying your bills, and go out on the weekend and just be able to enjoy having a good time and look forward to that time every time. And it was a routine. It was a vicious cycle. And I'm not saying vicious just to say it. No, I'm saying vicious because I was not developing. I wasn't growing. And I felt that all I was doing was getting older, but yet still doing the same thing. Went to school, graduated, but yet I'm still doing the same thing. So what changed? Nothing. 
I'm just getting older. That's the only thing that changes, that I'm getting older and I'm doing the same thing that I've done three years ago. I'm doing the same thing that I've done seven years ago. I'm doing the same thing that I've done 10 years ago. Even if I change jobs or change occupation, I'm still doing the same thing because I go to work, I come home, maybe do schoolwork or whatever if I got school. And then go to sleep, wake up, go to work, come home, work out, it's the weekend, go out, go shopping. So basically, it was a routine thing. And then time passed, or a year later, same thing, okay? Time passed again, or a year later, okay? Graduate. Time passed again a year later. Okay, something new just happened. I got married. Oh, wow, I got married. Now, I got something that's added to my daily routine. I have to give my husband attention. And I have to see how to make sure that I still can do the things that I want to do, but still make sure I'm doing my wifely duties. So, a little bit of something changed there, right? Now, what makes the difference is how their marriage go. Is the marriage good enough to be able to sustain my habits that I enjoy doing? Or do I have to change my habits altogether? And usually, in some instance, you're going to make a lot of changes in your habits. Because now you're not thinking about yourself. It's not about you no more. It's about your spouse. But where we mess up at is that we start putting our spouse first as far as well-being go and we forget about our own well-being our own mental health our own physical health and we let ourselves deplete then you got some people who don't and I'm not talking about those who don't I'm talking about those who do so if you happen to want be one of the ones who have neglected yourself you have neglected your well-being then it's time to change that. It's, chi- it's time to put a stop to your old habits and create some new habits. Habits are formed by doing the same thing over and over and over again. So the bad habits that you have been doing over and over again, let's drop that. And put in the place of good habits. And let's do those good habits over and over again. Now you're going to have good habits that are going to be formed instead of bad habits. Now, for those who are so comfortable being at the bottom, you're staying at the bottom. So let me ask you a question. And, you know, you're going to answer it to yourself because I'm not going to probably hear your answer. But this is a good question to ask Are you truly comfortable being where you are right now? Being in the position that you are in right now, are you truly comfortable there? And what I mean is every day that you wake up, you already know what the day is going to be like unless something that's out of your control happens. But as long as it's in your control, you're going to do the same thing. Are you comfortable that way? Is that the way you want your life to be? Do you want... When you pass away your tombstone, they'll say she lived and she died. He lived and he died. But what about that dash that's in the middle? What did you do with that time? How did you live 
during that time? Did you get the adventure out and create memories that is lasting? Even Alzheimer's can't take those memories away from you? Or dementia can't take those memories away from you? You know, or or did you just do the everyday routine that most people do? And that's just to go to work, come home, maybe go to school, go out occasionally, and that's about it. You don't do much with yourself. There got to be more that you want to do. What is it that you really want to do? I mean, think about it. Let's 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 go back in time. I'm let's go back in time like for real. Let's go back in time. Let's say you're 10 years old. Look at your 10-year-old self. Was there any imagination that you had in your mind that you really wanted to do when you got grown, when you became an adult? Did you get to do it? And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Don't say I need to get money. Don't say when my kids get out of college. Don't say when my kids get out the house. Don't use that in a, that as an excuse because I'm going to tell you something. One of the worst things that most people do, they wait for time. And time waits for no one. It just keeps on going. Time is doing its job. What about you do your job? How about you do your job? You know, by doing what you need to be doing with your time. Because once your time is over and it's gone and you have that little dash in between, she lived and she died. (laughs) He lived and he died. Once that time is over, ain't nothing you can do about that. There's nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do about that. So I'm here to encourage you to go out and live your life the way you know that will bring you joy. The way you know that will bring happiness into your world, into your life. And I'm going to tell you something. When you are happy, that energy that comes off of you, it gets on other people. Yeah. Just like negative energy gets on other people, positive energy does too. That positive attitude that you're going to have, that optimistic lifestyle that you're going to be living, like, man, she is off there doing it. Wow. I want to be like her. She's inspiring me. Wow, he is so adventurous. He just don't really let nothing stop him from doing the things that he want to do. He is just like what I am aspiring to be. So what I'm saying is we don't have every day to waste. The day come and the day goes. It comes and it goes. You know, I got up early in the morning this morning. At about 4 o'clock a.m. Although it was pretty early for me, the time went by so fast. And I'm like, wow, I need a nap. I'm so sleepy. I'm tired. So I took a nap and then I got up and I started wondering, like, I got so much I need to do. I have to get to it. So I knew that I need to get to it. But one thing I forgot to do was to eat. (laughs) 
How do you forget to eat? You know, you're hungry, right? But I forgot to eat. I'm like, oh, no, I got to get some food in me. So, of course, I door dash and had the food brought to me. And then when I got to eating, I was thinking, like, I still got things I need to do. I, I can eat while I do the things I do. Well, I want to also tell you this. Enjoy your meals. Don't just eat. And work and walk and eat and work. See, my son, he just turned 10 years old two days ago. And he is so active. He constantly moving around. And I'm like, even while he's eating, he's he'll eat a little bit, jump up and get up and start dancing and doing all these different things. And I'm like, dude, sit down and eat your food. What if you choke while you're sitting here doing all this dancing around? And the thing about it, do you see me up dancing around? And he was like, no, no, ma'am. Do you see your pops up moving around while he's eating? Well, sometimes he do. Yeah, see, that's the difference between me and your pops. He does what he do, I do what I do. But the point I'm trying to tell you is that you need to sit down and enjoy this meal that you are eating. And when I say that, I'm saying that to you guys. Enjoy your meal because the meal itself, it don't only fill you up to keep you from being hungry it fills you with energy and it gives you the energy that you need to go ahead and tackle the rest of your day i will also say don't overeat don't stuff yourself with so much food that you are miserable and exhausted you have to try to just eat just enough to be satisfied and then put the rest of it away and then come back and eat the rest later that's part of the um, program as well that I'll be teaching some of you guys who want a special tailor-made meal plan. So that way you can, if you are really looking to lose weight or to change the way you eat. And one thing I want you to know is that you can shrink your stomach. And if you're a person who have a large gut and your stomach protrude out, outwards, you can shrink your stomach. And I'm not talking about going to go get lap band surgery or anything like that. I'm talking about just by the way you eat. You can shrink your stomach. And part of it is eating small portions of meals and then coming back to eat a little bit more later. Your stomach would get so comfortable with that eating style that it'll start getting smaller, it'll start shrinking. And then it'll shrink down to a size where it already know where you normally stop eating at. Just like you can expand your stomach, you can also shrink your stomach down. So I hope that this helped. I hope that this um, message helped you guys and help you to see that there's more to life than just working a nine to five and coming home and being someone's spouse and being someone's mother. There's more to life than to always catering to what other people need from you instead of you catering to yourself and what you need from yourself. Put yourself first. Don't be afraid to put yourself first because When you start putting your well-being first, that's when there will be a transformation in you and people will see it. 
And they were respected too. And they get to a point where they start asking you questions about what is it that you're doing differently. And they probably want to join you in that walk, in that transformational journey as well. Well, I'm signing out. I'm Alayla.